Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on internet land and socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, man. Not feeling like a podcast today, man. Feeling a little low down. Why don't you just settle in? What's happening, man? Settle in. Far out, man. I don't know who's talking to me, man, but you got my attention, bro. What do you want me to do? I'm here. Expand your mind and listen to the words and just settle in. Settle in. Whoa, far out, man. Now I'm ready, brother. Ah, yes. Are you settled? Are you ready? My best friend Bernie and I, who just had a second child, congratulations to him and his wife. But we always used to have this dumb sketch that we would say, and we still say it if I'm being honest. We'll call each other up and be like, are you settled? (laughs) We just thought it was funny. And there's got to be some weed partakers, weed partakers, weed listeners out there who listen to living. Weed smoking listeners out there. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Anyway, if that's any of you out there and you're uh, tuning in for this week's intro, well, you're welcome. Stop it, man. You're tripping me out. Moving on to today's episode of The Living Artist, we are going to talk about getting high. Just kidding. We're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about, and you might have guessed it from the intro, 
If you're following along and starting to see patterns, pattern recognition, come on, people. We are going to talk about settling, but not the type of settling at the beginning. We're going to talk about all types of settling in your art and career. And is it okay to settle? Like what types of settling are okay? Is it okay to compromise your integrity a bit when it comes to your art? Is it okay to mark down some of your prices or, you know, have a collector ask for a price and settle on something smaller and be okay with that? Are these things okay? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. So you guessed it. Settle on in for this episode. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for that enthusiastic clapping. And yes, I think I'm done. I can't guarantee that I'm done, but I think I'm done with all of the additional sound effects. I don't want them to get in the way too much of what we're talking about today, but we're going to talk a little bit about settling. And, you know, I've met a lot of artists in my career and in my life. I've met a lot of different types of personalities. I also have my own viewpoints on this. Uh, They have changed a little bit over time. They are adapting. I'm adapting. I think we're all adapting as human beings. I think that's the main thing that actually is important to us having a sustainable career as an artist. So we're going to get right into it, and that is adapting. So sometimes that can mean settling for certain things, settling a little bit. And I don't mean compromising the integrity of your work and doing something completely different from what you set out to do. I'm not saying if you paint landscapes, you know, and somebody asked you to paint them a dog with a party hat or something and that's just something you don't do and you go okay i'll do that because i i can't say no to people i'm not saying that now look if you want to do that and that's in your wheelhouse and you can accomplish that and put your own spin on it and make it you know a painting with integrity or whatnot then you know have at it do it go for it that's really not settling but if it feels wrong to you if it feels like somebody's asking you to compromise yourself or compromise your own integrity then yeah, you might not want to uh, settle on this one. There are some things in your art career and you know with your actual work that you might have to settle on, especially if you're on a budget or if you have those types of constraints. You have space constraints or you know budgetary constraints, then you're going to have to settle. You're not going to be able to go out and afford the highest quality oil paints or acrylic paints or spray paints or material for whatever you do, whatever your medium. You might not be able to afford the highest quality materials. And if you just say, well, no, 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 this is what I do. I'm not compromising my integrity at all as an artist. I'm going to do that. Well, you might only be able to create a few pieces and then you're going to go bankrupt. (laughs) You know, you're going to go broke and you're going to tear through your credit cards and rack up a bunch of credit card debt. I did that when I was starting out, just getting normal materials, just getting like your standard kind of student to professional grade oils and canvas and materials. You know, I was getting a kind of a middle ground. I wasn't sacrificing my integrity so much that I was getting just horrible stuff that wasn't going to stand the test of time or wasn't going to hold up over the years, but not the top, top, top shelf stuff because, you know, I just couldn't afford it. So that's an example of something where it's okay to settle a little bit. Do your homework, do your research and find out something that will work and something that will hold up and something that does the trick add a certain budget and go with that. And that's, you know, a good compromise for you. But, you know, other examples of this are, you know, your space. Not everybody can afford a huge studio space. So you can settle for a room in your house or a corner in a room in your house if you want. If that's all you got and that's what you have to work with, 
that's fine. That's not settling. That's just being practical. And anybody who like shames you and makes you feel like, oh, you don't have a studio space, you don't have a designated studio space, they're just, you know, kind of making you feel like shit for no reason to make themselves feel better. And maybe you need a new friend, (laughs) really. But uh, yeah, that's okay. That's not settling. That's something that we all need to do. We all need to work with. I've told this story many times on the podcast, but I started out very small when it came to space. Like I was living and working out of a studio apartment. Like I literally was breaking down and building up my studio each time I painted in my kitchen and it worked. And some of my best pieces, you know, and some of my growth pieces I painted in that space. And those constraints kind of helped me to push myself, you know, and get out of my comfort zone and do really good work. Now I have my own studio space. Like I've had a variety of spaces in between that were kind of like stepping stones or a ladder up to what I have now. But that's just what you have to do sometimes. Unless you have daddy Warbucks or or mommy Warbucks, you know, funding your stuff and, and you can just afford whatever you want, then you're going to have to work with whatever budget you have. And that is not settling. So now another one that we can talk about, which a lot of people sometimes frown about, and this is pricing your work. Like if you price your work and somebody asks you for a discount, you know, is it okay to settle on that discount? Is it okay to discount your work in general? I know some artists who are like, I never discount my work. And it's like, well, that's good for you. But you know, some people need to sell their work and make a living. And what I do to get around that is I just price my work at a price that I am very comfortable with selling my work at you know, at just to start out with like a very good price. And it has some wiggle room for discounting in there. It has wiggle room for not only commissions from galleries or online art marketplaces or agents or managers or whatever it is, uh, your mom, <laughs> whoever's helping you sell your work, that commission is built into my pricing structure. And I also leave a little wiggle room. So if somebody were to negotiate a bit, like I want a 10% discount or I'm going to give them a 10% or 15% discount on my work, I'm still going to be fine. Now, if I sell that stuff all through my own studio, you know, that's even better. I make the whole amount or almost the whole amount. I think I give my website about 3% if I sell a piece through my website, but I pretty much get all of that. So, you know, don't just price your work with a potential discount option for just selling through your own studio or through your website, but think about when you're going to put this in a gallery, because one thing you don't want to do is be pricing your work differently for different places. You don't want to have your work be like $2,000 for a piece here. And then when you show it in a gallery, it's 4,000. They're going to frown upon that. And the art world still frowns upon that. So um, that's the only no-no. But as far as, you know, settling for discounts, I think that's fine. I think people need to move their work. I think it's practical to move your work. I think that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to sell our work. And if, as long as you're building in you know, a little bit of leeway for a discount or for uh, commissions and you're happy with that and you're okay with that, then I don't think that's settling at all. So that's fine. And I think that's one of those things too where I was talking about evolving and adapting. When I first started out and I had 30 paintings under my belt, well, yeah, I was a little more rigid with my pricing. I was like, oh no, I'm not going to sell. It's kind of funny because you'd think, well, you haven't sold any work, so you'd be more you know, adaptable and you'd be more open to that. But I took myself very, very seriously when I started out in my art career and I was like, I'm selling it for this. And if anybody wants it for less, I won't sell it for that. But now that I've created, I don't know, a thousand, 1100 pieces and I'm still going, I'm probably going to 
create 3,000 plus pieces in my career, you know? And I sell a lot of those. I sell close to 60% of that, but that still leaves a lot of work. I still have between 400 and 500 pieces in my studio that I need to sell and I need to free up space for new stuff. So I think, you know, adapting a little bit, being a little bit open to some discounting, being a little bit open to just getting some product out there into collector's hands and getting more eyeballs on your work. I think that's great. And I don't think that's settling. Having said that, make sure you're putting some thought into this and that you're not just giving away your work. Some people just get tired. I've seen people like they get tired of their work in their studio or they have so many pieces in there and they they just get freaked out. They go like, I'm just giving all my stuff away. I'm just going to, you know, 60% off everything in my studio. Well, I mean, that's okay, I guess, if you're really okay with it. But what you don't want to do is have a situation where you look back down the road and go, oh man, I really wish I had not have given those pieces away. I could have sold those and made tens of thousands of more dollars for those pieces. Um, So that's what you don't want. And that's like having the foresight to understand what settling means for you in that moment. Another area where we could talk about, you know, settling or having really high standards for your work is where you show your work. I know a lot of people will not do like pop-up shows or they won't do art fairs or they won't do art walks or whatever. They're only like, I'm only going to do blue chip galleries. But, you know, it's a catch-22 just like in everything. You know, you're not going to get into those blue chip galleries unless you have shown your work somewhere. And sometimes you got to start at the bottom. And sometimes you have to, or not at the bottom, but you have to start, you know, where other people are starting. You have to do some of these pop-up shows. You have to do some of these shows where there's like salon style hanging and there's a, you know, a bunch of people and maybe even some fairs where you have to pay for a booth. I haven't done a lot of those, but that's okay. It's all fair game. You're trying to get your work out there. You're trying to establish yourself. You're trying to build your resume. So when that blue chip gallery does come to you eventually, they go, oh, look, oh, you did this, you did this, 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 and this. They might not like some of the stuff on there, but just having a resume full of places that you've been and then showing a price list or a a sales list from those places where you've sold is going to be a feather in your cap down the road. Now, obviously, you don't want to be showing your work just everywhere. There are some standards to be had here, but that's really kind of up to you to figure out. What's your trajectory? Where are you trying to get with your art career? Uh, And then you can decipher what you want to do. You can make that decision on your own. But like I have shied away from like, I don't do pop-up shows anymore. I don't do a lot of stuff like that that I used to do in the past. I don't do a lot of even big group gallery shows as much anymore because I've just done a lot. I have on my resume it's a waste of time for me now. It's a waste of energy for me now. It just has diminishing returns at this point in my career. So I just am more selective with what I do. And that's great. But at the start of your career, you might need to take on some more shows and do some more stuff and get your work out there and meet some people. So that also is not really settling unless, of course, you're showing your work at places that you don't want to be at and you're just doing it because you can't say no to people. So you know, just think about it. Take some time, like at the beginning of the episode, take some time to settle in, to have a real conversation with yourself about what you want to do and what you want to get out of your art career. And once you have that kind of set, once you have an idea and a plan, which may adapt over time, but you at least need to know where you stand right now and where you can see yourself, how you visualize your art career going and the trajectory, the trajectory, (laughs) the trajectory, 
of your hard career going. And, you know, as long as you know that, you're going to probably not do just everything that people ask you to do all the time. I could go on for many hours and talk about and cite plenty of different examples of what's settling, what's not settling. But I think you get the idea here. I think the main thing to do is to really just stop and have that conversation with yourself. Like do some studying, see what people are doing online, see what other artists that you like that are, you know, doing better than you on social media. What are they doing? What are what kind of shows, what kind of caliber shows are they doing? What kind of sales are they giving? What kind of collectors are they attracting? That kind of stuff. And get an idea for yourself where you want to be. And, you know, that'll also give you an idea. Like for example, I had a lot of people that I was chasing at the beginning on the online art market world and some like just real killers, you know, some people who are just doing really well out there and selling hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces. And, you know, they were all pushing their product. Most of them were accepting sales. Most of them were doing, you know, discounted on shipping and things like that just to move their product. And they were selling their paintings at a high price still. So I know that they had factored in for that, that they were going to still kind of get their cut And that kind of helped to shape what I did. Okay, I see these people doing this. I see these people who are killing it, doing sales and doing some discounts and still moving a lot of product and still getting their work into high caliber galleries and with really, you know, well-established collectors and, you know, giving little discounts, but still making a good return on, uh, on their paintings. So that shaped me a lot and it was invaluable just to take some time to really study that and then shift around my strategies until I found one that worked for me. And I've given a lot of different episodes on how I got started and strategies for that and marketing and sales and online sales and galleries. So you can look back over past episodes for that, but just for the sake of this episode, get an idea through doing all that stuff and figure out what works for you and what your standards are at this time. And just know that those may adapt over time. But as long as you have your standards for now, you're not really going to be settling for a lot of stuff. And look, if something comes up in the moment and you're like, you know what, I thought I felt this way and I don't feel this way. And you can, you know, take a moment and sit in stillness for a second and go, you know what? Yeah, that works. That resonates with me. And you change your mind. That's fine. Also, there are no real set rules on this. It's just finding a way to kind of do your work and live with some sort of integrity. So you're not compromising too much of your integrity, but you're also accomplishing your goals of selling your work and getting it out there. So hopefully this has been something that will give you some uh, food for thought on settling. Are you settled? It's something that we all deal with and work with as artists. It's something that's constantly evolving and we should be constantly evolving as well and adapting. And look, hopefully over time, It's going to be something that your standards keep getting higher and higher, and that keeps working for you. That's the goal, right? But we also need to be able to adapt to certain times, to certain markets, to certain socioeconomic conditions. And yeah, as long as we are doing it with integrity, as long as we feel good about what we're doing, I say it's fair game. So that's the episode for today, everybody. We are going to talk soon. I've got a couple of good interviews scheduled in the coming weeks, as well as some solo episodes. So stay tuned for those. But in the meantime, keep creating, keep on doing your thing, keep on getting your work out there with integrity and be good to each other. Because you know what? It's just the nice conscious thing to do for your fellow human being. But also, if you don't know how to be nice for the right reasons, I heard this on the Tim Ferriss episode the other day, 
one of the guests was saying, be careful because the toe you step on on the way up can be connected to the ass that you're kissing on the way down. So if for nothing else and you need another reason to be good to people, then think about that. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Hey, wait up. Do I still need to be settled, man? Yes, yes of course. Wait, does anyone else have the munchies? This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.